Interstate Batteries offers a wide variety of batteries for your everyday needs. Stop into one of their thousands of retail locations and talk with a battery specialist about batteries for your truck, trail cameras, and even those weird batteries for your rangefinder. Interstate Batteries even offers cell phone repair in certain locations. For more information, visit interstatebatteries.com. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. The Houndsman XP podcast is fueled by Joy Dog Food. Joy Dog Food has a rich tradition of supporting the Houndsman of America. Founded in 1945, Joy is proud of its history and the relationship it has built with the American Houndsman. And in 76 years, there's never been a recall. Made with 100% American-made high-quality ingredients, Joy Dog Food has one of the highest calorie-dense formulas on the market. For 76 years, this Made in America product has kept hunting dogs in the field day after day, season after season. And when we say Made in America, Joy has a long track record of fighting for American freedoms by being on the front lines against the animal rights movement and their extremist tactics. Joy will fuel your hounds and fight for your freedoms, fueled by Joy. The Houndsman XP Podcast Network is powered by Cajun Lights. All of your lighting needs for hunting can be taken care of at Cajun Lights. They have three models of cap lights. I'm going to run through them real quick. You've got the Rogaroo, which is their high-end light. If you're a competition hunter and you got to find that coon up in a tree and it's all riding on finding that coon, you'll want the Rogaroo on your head. Next is the Bayou. That's a pretty standard light, but it's got packed with features. It's got multiple colors. It's got walking lights. It's got the red, the green, the amber. It's all built in right into that light. And then you have one of my personal favorites, the Micro Gator. The Micro Gator is an ultra lightweight cap light. It's got all the features of a white light, red, green, and amber. I've used this light for everything from finding bear tracks early in the morning to coon hunting at night to working on plumbing in the house changing tires on the side of the road my truck doesn't leave the driveway without a cajun light in it and that light is the micro gator every cajun light is durable made from the highest quality components and it is backed by cajun's top rated customer service check out cajun lights you can go to our website at houndsmanxp.com go to our sponsors page hit that link it'll take you right to cajun lights check them out they got a lot of stuff to offer over at Cajun Lights. You know, we all have that one special dog hanging out on the porch. He's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. All these things you like coming together to make one superb dog. That was exactly what we had in mind when we made this show. Welcome to All Mixed Up. Chad Reynolds, this is the first time I've went to record anything with you where my face, it is hurting from laughing. <laughs> yeah. That was a good day, man. That was that was that was a good one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you guys, we got a great episode of All Mixed Up for you this month. Chad, he's been known to bring on great guests and uh he delivered again. This guy is hilarious and is talking about his first time hunting with Chad 
which as everybody knows, Chad's a crazy man. So anyway, I'm still reeling from it. My, my eyes are kind of glazed and my cheeks are like sore right now. I, I just, if, yeah. If you're in for some comedic excellence, that that's the part I like. Yeah, facts are fun and stories are great, but like this is you're gonna. If you get cracked up by funny hunting stories at all, here you go. This you guy know? is just he's ridiculous. I mean, there's there's yeah, it's just great. I I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Um, <laughs> I'm still kind of chuckling. I well, we'll talk about it after the episode. There's so much to to I want to cover after we play his his segment here, but um. I guess we'll start how we always start with, with all mixed up. Chad, how you been, bro? Because I got lots of stuff to to kind of let the hounds of XP world know once a month. And uh, I want to start with you, buddy. What you been up to? Oh, man. It was a, did a great upland hunting trip here recently. Um, traveled mm-hmm. around a little bit. Um, went up north. Um, hunted um, some sharp tail grouse, uh, huns, and, and sage grouse. Um, and uh, I've hunted huns before, but... Uh, the sharp tail and the and the sage grouse were kind of new to me, and uh, that all went great, man. It was one of those trips, you know how you prepare a lot, and it's almost like the harder you work to get ready, sometimes you're almost like I'm overhandling this. It's you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there, and it's gonna be fun, but like I'm I'm expecting too much. It, it, not this time, man. It just it all worked out, you know, like I was prepared and I got some luck on my side and I happened to put my dogs down in the right place, you know, and just everything lined up perfect for me, oh, you know, like, dude. and, uh, I got to see my brand new puppy dandy. I was going to um, ask about dandy. Oh yeah. I, I can't, I can't not talk about him. Man. Look He's at this guy's smile. <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah. That'll pull it out of me for sure. He did great, man. He did fantastic. Like, uh, at least where we were hunting in the areas we were hunting, they, the the huns had been pushed around a little bit and were kind of touchy, you know? So, like, if the dog crowded the birds a little bit at all, put any kind of pressure on them, didn't stop far enough away for the point, they just up and go, you know? Or even if you, like, they were on point and you ran up there too fast, just to, you know, the pitter-patter on the ground would cause them to flood, you know? So we, we were kind of having trouble. And that rascal went out there and picked up three singles of a covey that we were just slowly pushing. And like one of them would stop, you know, and he'd point that and we'd go like another, what seems like 300 yards. And you're like wondering, like, can they even go that far? But like it, he was tracking them the, the whole dang time with that nose down stuff, you know, and then he'd lock up and we'd be like, all right, you know, and we go in there and we'd stomp around and, and like. Even in one of the videos, my buddy's like, nah, man. And then he took another step and boom, there it goes. And we shot Oh, man. Little puppy went and got it and brought it back, you know. And then we moseyed down this row a little bit more. And then all of a sudden he puts his nose down harder and uh, tracks out into this clear-cut crop field where they were growing some, uh, uh, just some crops. And uh, had clear-cut it. And now there was down to nothing. So you could see across the whole thing, you know. And he's tracking out there back and forth, back and forth and stopping. You know, and then I ease up behind him like, no, there's nothing here. And then he moves ahead like another 15 feet and stops, you know, and I'm just eating it up. My heart's like, you're yeah, dude, in my chest, you know, and then I'm like, what am I doing? There's nothing out here. And he, he goes out another like 20 feet that time and locks up hard. And I'm like, well, that looks pretty stylish. I need to go look, you know, and on my way there, one of them gets up and runs. And it was like five feet in front of him. He was staring oh, at these things. Whoa. He pointed, he sight pointed, man. So he tracked them all out there on his nose alone and then saw them and locked up. And 
I don't expect most of my dogs to hold point on like a visibly running bird, you know, let alone my five month old puppy. So he broke and we caught shot one out of there and that went good. And then we moseyed down a little bit more and got into another one and shot that one and then proceeded to shoot another three sharp tail grouse. So this little pup and like wow. no time at all put up, you know, multiple coveys, multiple birds. We shot six of them for him. And at five that- months old, five months and not like, five months and 29 days, like five months, two days, like, like a a young puppy, you know? So, uh, that all went great. Super happy about that dog grifted good and got on some good stuff with him and my old dog haggis, you know, um, he did fine. He was playing supporting roles through the whole stuff. Like I hunted him most days. So he was getting burnt out a little bit and wasn't ranging as far as he normally does, which worked out because we kept, like some other dogs were like way out and because he had been hunted most days, he was kind of burned a little bit. So he was hunting closer, but we were able to sharpshoot some stuff. Some of the other dogs might've missed with him and he was doing good. But then on the very end of the day, just to top it all off, we stopped at one more place and we're like, let's try and get some sharp, um, some uh, sage grouse. And I've never even seen one before, you know, um, seen plenty of sharp tail, uh, everything else, but never, never sage grouse for whatever reason. And uh, we, uh, we took a limit. A three-person limit over Haggis that day. Over Haggis. Yeah. Afterwards, my buddy's dog that was down on the ground, too, we found more. You know, and that was the cool part. We got got the limit shot, and then we're, like, working our way back to the truck. And then, like, Haggis was finding more, and Haggis was finding more. And then my buddy's dog started finding. So every dog got to contribute was, like, finding and pointing pointing these things that are very elusive, you know, sometimes. At least when I hunt them, they're hard to find and keep pointed. But, like, they're like turkeys. They're they're big damn birds, so you shoot them, and like Haggis is bringing it back, and it's like all you see is his <laughs> nose sticking out of this like five gallon size yeah. wad of feathers, you know. <laughs> and they put them in your bag, and you're like, gosh, there's like it's like a cur dog I got in my hunting vest here with the birds, you know. So anyway, it went. It, I couldn't be happier, man. My wife went and shot a lot of birds for her first time, first time seeing them, and she shot them in flight. You know that awesome. Great. Wow. I got to pack my daughter around. We stuffed her in the hunting vest and she, she came by with us and my good friend Yubi was helping us out and he's hunted just about everything everywhere, you know, and he was unfamiliar to this area, but going into it, we had a little bit more of his experience to kind of get us pointed in the right direction. And then as a group, we all really kind of pinpointed where everything was. Uh, so it was really nice, man. It was, it was nice. We, we, we got into the bird. So that, that trip went fantastic. And came back and just working my butt off ever since, you know. Oh so. man, yeah, you can see it in my face, man. I've been going a hundred miles an hour, not having fun, working all. Is that and, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no fun. Trust me. I got my dogs out one time so far this season, and I couldn't even find a hair. It sucked, dude. Um, yeah, we walked probably two hours, and we walked about five miles. Couldn't find one. So that's life. That right? Yeah, but hey, yeah, I got a deer hunt coming up soon, so I'm really looking forward to that. That's gonna be really fun um and oh is that I'm, right yep yep and then i'm gonna get i got my flintlock i'm gonna try to go out and find one and get another one down that that would be my fourth with my flinter out here so um it's a good time but it's tough but you know and then it's all dogs for the rest of the year so i'm, I'm looking forward to it it's still hot man it's still it's gonna be 91 mm-hmm. tomorrow so it's just horrible they're supposed to be like i guess there's a <clears throat> uh there's a um like a typhoon, like a super typhoon that's like parked in the Bay of Alaska. 
And so it's pushing a high okay. pressure system like right over the Southwest. So like California, Arizona, New Mexico, uh, Nevada, Utah, they're getting like warm weather right now in certain places. So, and that's us right now. It's just horrible. So anyway, once it cools down, gotcha. I'm after those rabbits. They better, uh, they better be eating their Wheaties, putting on the track shoes. Cause we're coming. I got some out of shape dogs that are going to scare them a bunch. And then, then we'll be getting serious. <laughs> so can't wait. Right. And while you were hunting in Montana, the Houndsman X, Houndsman XP crew, me, well, part of it, me, Ed, Tanner and Chris were in the Gila hunting bears. And uh, I'll give a little spoiler alert, you guys. It was awesome. So if you pay attention to Ed's and Tanner's uh, social media, they posted some great pictures from it. It was mm-hmm. great. We were treeing bears. It looks like a great time. You guys had a blast. Huh? We did, man. And it was in my backyard. It was woods that we I grew up hunting in and, and being in all the time. Uh, so that made it extra special to to get out there and so you know huge shout out to our friends bb ranch hounds they helped give me some tips because i'm not a bear hunter man i don't i mean i know i know what a bear is and i know where a bear lives but not like a bear hunter does so um bb ranch hounds those guys gave us uh ross blackwelder and um uh mr hibbets they gave us a freaking uh bunch of really good advice and it really paid off for us so uh couldn't have done it without their help so huge like i said just a massive shout out to those guys those are some top-notch fellas and i will be hunting with them definitely uh if they'll have me uh they invited me so stay tuned guys there's gonna be some good footage from that there you um, go some more but, bear hunts man uh bear and lion so still want to see nice. a lion tree and one in my home state that's going to be uh extra special just like seeing I these bet. Yeah, so stay tuned, you guys. The recap episode for that is going to be coming out, and it's going to be really good because everyone is mega psyched, um, and obviously I was too. So I'm I'm la- I'm grinning more about talking about bear hunting than than hair hunting. Chad, what's going on here? <laughs> uh, it's just because you haven't got on a good race yet. The second you get a good race, you'll <laughs> you'll be back to your rabbits, man. I'm you know? imagining what a hair looks like right now. I haven't seen one. It feels like in five months. <laughs> so. That, oh my gosh, that's my well. I mean, bit, I've huh? seen them around, but not the same. It's just not the same. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, I say, uh, hey, let's stop keeping these fans waiting. Let's roll right into this one, man. It's just too good. I want to get them right to it. Get your popcorn, man. Let's get ready to laugh. Hey, be careful though. Don't make a choking hazard. This dude's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Got Chad Reynolds and Seth Hall here. Uh, we're joined by uh, Jeff Nader um all the way from the east coast uh all the uh all the fun hog hunting stories from the past went over really well so we figured we'd have to bring jeff in to to share some good times with us uh how how y'all doing today i'm good we brother. are doing really well how are you <laughs> just fine i'm always good chad you know i uh, it's it's just a good it's good to be alive it's finally cooling down the weather's getting better it's time to start knocking on the doors of some hairs. You know what I mean? Right. Right. What, hey, Jeff, what do you got planned for the day? Uh, today, is my, today is actually my Saturday. So my plan for today is to chop it up with you boys. And then uh, when the kids get home, do some dad shit. Right. That's pretty good. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah, that, that works out pretty yeah. good. <laughs> no, I'm a... Uh... I'm going to do the opposite of that. I think I'm going to hang out with my best buddy who's like in the other room on on the computer working right now. And then I'm probably going to hang out on my patio, um, drink copious amounts of beer and um, probably do nothing. So (laughs) is that right? (laughs) Yeah, it sounds pretty good, actually. (laughs) I uh, I'm hoping to go hunt some ducks here. 
as soon as we get off, actually. Um, of the three, Chad, I think, yeah. Chad, I got to be honest, man. Every every time I, you're into something new, every time we hang out or every time I talk to you, and it's, I'm going to go, I'm going to hunt this. I'm going to go hunt that. Next time you'll be trapping few mice, you know, or you'll be out. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I tell the story. We went hog hunting. They're like, oh, wow, that's so crazy. I'm like, that's crazy. And then I tell him, what, you know, hunting mountain lions or he's out hunting bears where he has a hawk that lives with him <laughs> and just like sits goes hunting. Like, it's always something new, man. <laughs> the variety is the spice of life, man. This 100%. is why we have Chad Reynolds on Houndsman XP. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's a crazy man. He's a crazy man. It's fun. He's oh, like, coot, coot season just started too. <laughs> What's that? So you're so opposite of me. Like, your life is always like an exotic car, and I'm my life is like a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> Should we start he calling said, him Chad Exotic? <laughs> Guy Chad Exotic. He was exotic. He'd be hunting with those tigers. <laughs> yeah, he would. Actually, he would train hunting tigers. We were. It was funny you say that because I had a buddy. We were talking about the logistics of hunting with a cheetah. I know we've mentioned it before, Seth, mm-hmm. but from what I'm hearing is depending on the state, like the permits can be as cheap as like 25 bucks. Oh you could buy a cheetah for like three to six grand. What? I mean, that's not too far off. If I get Jeff's minivan and put that cheetah in it, <laughs> you know, like we could roll up after some jackrabbits and just open the door, man. It'd be great. It's a good thing I live in South Georgia. <laughs> yeah. Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it's been done. And the same places I hunt with my greyhounds and salukis, a dude ran a cheetah there in the 50s. So it has been yeah. done. And apparently, you know, people in India and stuff raised, uh, they had like whole, what they called stables of hunting saluki, or of hunting cheetahs. And like Mughal emperors like ran them like crazy. So... Uh, Dude, we're not don't, as original. Don't as give him any ideas, man. <laughs> don't know. give him any more. Ideas. Yeah. Poor Ashley. I, poor poor Ashley. Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait, I, I got to build another barn. I got to have cheetah stables. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, why don't you introduce yourself, brother? Tell us a little about yourself. Uh, you're not, Chad's not the only interesting one around here. And I was pretty excited when he told me you were going to be on. Um, oh man, I'm from Michigan, uh, West side of Michigan. Um, same, I'm about, from about like 12 minutes away from where Steve Vanilla is from actually. So the same woods that he grew up uh, hunting is actually very similar to where I grew up hunting. Although I hunted like a normal man, not the way like you and Chad hunt where you have other animals help you. Uh, you know, a, lot of, a lot of public land out there. So, you know, we'd walk out, sit in a stand somewhere which is what I thought it was going to be when I went pig hunting with Chad. I thought we were just going to relax, sit in the stand, chop it up a little bit, tell some stories. That's not at all what happened. Um, but in my background, I joined the military, same same as Chad, pretty pretty quick out of school. Uh, I was in the infantry for a few years. Uh, and then uh, when I decided to get out, I you know I, there's only a few lines of work you can pick from that. So I ended up uh, going into air traffic control, which is what I do now. Um, and then while doing that, uh, I ended up 
I started training in the military, doing like uh, jujitsu, and then that branched into doing MMA. And then when I got out, uh, I fought professionally in uh, MMA. Uh, I had my last few fights in uh, Bellator. Uh, I was, you know, fairly decent. I wasn't going to do anything with it, but I did do that for a few years. Um, and then I stopped doing that to continue my work in air traffic down in uh, Texas, which is that brought me down to Texas, uh, where I'm at now. And uh, then while here, you know, I wasn't able to compete anymore. Um, I actually got into doing uh, stand-up comedy a little bit, some sort of hobby to, you know, take the place of doing MMA. Uh, and then I got into the hobby of making babies. And so now I got a few kids and I do the, I do the, the dad life now, man. I, uh, I want to, if you don't mind, send us a picture or like a highlight picture of you and Bellator when you were like at your peak. And I want to ask the Houndstone XP world if they think that me and Chad together could kick your ass. But right now, he would probably have his hunting sheet as get on the curse. <laughs> With the dog, I think we'd do all right. And minus the dog. <laughs> Uh, we're in one corner you have a professional fighter in the other corner you have a rat nerd and a dwarf from lord of the rings (laughs) (laughs) with a a wild jungle cat and then probably a hawk swooping in from the skies gouge your eyes out (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's hilarious that's awesome um yeah, I I love. Yeah, I just did MMA as a hobby. Really, I, I had no aspirations to go anywhere. We've already covered that I'm a nerd, so uh, I had a great time <laughs> doing it. But like I said, if you ever just want a dust off match where you just want to feel strong again, you can come kick crap out of me. <laughs> so, Dude, if, I saw, if I saw you at a bar, I don't think I would mess with you. Dwarf yeah, you not. would. That's Trust a, me, I got pencil legs. Yeah, got a man's. <laughs> that's a that's a beard oh well no it's really just getting gray and sad it was more luxurious like five years ago i one day (laughs) i'm trying i'm trying but i got this like high school cheek thing going on over here like it looks like i rubbed some ashes on my cheeks but that's that's it i got i got this down here you got five o'clock you got a nice He's got a nice poverty beard coming in. Yeah, <laughs> I would say an average poverty beard, actually. I don't know about nice. You know, we're still reaching a little bit there. You got a West Virginia beard. <laughs> that's fitting. Hey, we got a lot of West Virginia fans, so that's a badge of honor here. <laughs> Let me ask you something, uh, Jeff. Were you, you did you uh, have you ever been pig hunting before? Before you went out with this crazy guy? No, I I did. I mean, so I was living up in the Boston area, and they don't have pigs up there like that. So, yeah, I'm aware that pigs exist and that some of them are wild and that they live in the woods. But I didn't – I don't know. So, dude, Chad's one of my favorite people on planet Earth because he's so wild, man. So wild. If you just compare him to, like, who I hang out with, you know, like when I I describe him, people don't believe that he's a real person. Or, you know, they think that I'm exaggerating a bit. And, you know, so I tell a story about hunting with them and I really kind of, you know, they laugh, but like, I feel like they're kind of looking at me like, ah, you know, he, he does comedy. He's kind of like playing it up. Um, but I also feel Chad is a lot smarter than that beard lets on. 
<laughs> when he was describing, you know, we talked about it. I'm always wanting to go visit him, man. Uh, and we, you know, hey, come on down. We're going to go, you know, and I moved to Houston. And so I'm, I'm only like five and a half hours away. So it was perfect. We talked about it. Yeah, come on up. We'll set something up. And, you know, it was also deer season too. And so, you know, I, I told the wife, like, all right, I'm going to go hang out with Chad. She knows Chad. She loves Chad too. And so, you know, he, he told me, oh, we're going to hunt pigs. We'll just kind of hang out. He, he went into no details on how this thing was going to go down. So in my head, just from growing up in Michigan, we're going to sit in a tree, maybe on a bait pile. Pig is going to walk in. And then I'm going to blow its fucking, you know, I'm going to blow its head off. Or I'm going to shoot it in through the heart or something. And boom, pig hunting, right? Uh, but I, that is way, way not how that process goes <laughs> down here. But he, I think he purposely didn't explain that because how do you tell someone that that's how, that, you know, when you describe, oh, we're going to have dogs, they're going to grab it, you're going to dive into the middle of this dog pile grab onto a wild pig by its <laughs> legs. You know, how do you describe that to a human and not, you know, have them <laughs> completely change? You know? Yeah. And not run off. You yep. do what? Yeah. No, nah, man. No. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So but... I was, you know, you, they would expect, I just, you know, you, you go ahead. I'll be back at the camp doing women's work. And I'll make sure you stop. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. I'll make I can make nice I can make some soup or something, you know. <laughs> Have a nice vegetarian stew waiting for us. Stack the hell out of these sticks. They will be like ready. <laughs> you, you haven't had celery until you've had my celery, okay? <laughs> but, uh, so I'm just you know, I leave, I drive up there, I get there. It's always good to see them. Uh, but the last time I saw him, so when I met Chad, he, he, the girl I was dating actually had a couple of protection dogs. She had a Malinois, she had a German shepherd and she comes back one day we're living together and she's like, Oh, I, I met this guy. He was in the army too. And he's a dog trainer. And so I'm immediately like, Oh yeah, you just randomly met a guy, huh? And, <laughs> and I, I meet you. You know, I live with the dog too, so I got to do you know training with them as well, so that I know what I'm doing with the dogs. Also, I you know I meet up with Chad, and at first I'm a little suspicious, but he's like a he's a dog nerd, man. He's he's all about the dogs, and her dogs are like real protection dogs, so he is all about that. And um, that's how I met him. But when I knew him in New England, he was just a dog guy, protection dog. That's all he did. You know, he'd go hunting occasionally, but like that's all he did. And so I'm thinking that's all he's doing in Louisiana. So I don't know anything about these catch dogs. I don't know nothing about any of that. I'm essentially like a city boy who occasionally did some hunting, you know, growing up. <laughs> so I drive up there. And he always stops me at the door. All right, you know the deal. Get Mo's in the house. You know, I don't know. Get Mo's his old protection dog. House dog, protection dog, murderous psychopath. <laughs> fluffy, lovely. One of, one of the best dogs ever, really. Um, and so, you know, back then, Gitmo's job is house protection, man. So we had the same process every time. I, I've met Gitmo a thousand times now. We always got to do the same thing. Open the, make Gitmo sit. Open the front door. Gitmo sees me. Instantly has murder on the mind. 
He has to see Chad, let me in the house, invite me in, see that everything's cool. Maybe me and Chad shake hands real quick, and now everything's cool. And he'll just tell Gitmo, all right, in Slovakian or whatever language he speaks. <laughs> everything's cool. Gitmo's always sniffing on you, loving on you, and then he's a great dog. Uh, but it's always been the same process. But when I'm coming into his house in Louisiana this time, and there's Gitmo in there sitting on the floor waiting, you know, to see what's up. And then there's this gigantic hawk. Like sitting yeah. in the middle of his dining floor, and that is that's so incredibly random. <laughs> who does that? <laughs> who has a? Who does that? <laughs> so like, there's a protection attack dog, and then a, like a wild hawk, giant bird, and I'm just like, like why would you not even like? It's like so natural to him, so normal that he didn't even give me like a preparatory statement. Hey, just <laughs> you know, when you go. In, there's going to be a big old bird sitting there on the floor. Like, nothing. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's how wild he is. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, no biggie. That's just my hunting hawk. This dude was like, what? <laughs> if Chad has a Tinder profile picture, like if Tinder, Chad ever is on Tinder again, he's going to be like, caution for my hawk, like on this <laughs> front page. <laughs> <laughs> it would say something like looking for a girl who, you know, knows how to, Skin animals knows how to quarter a deer, you know. Like it was, say something, you know, knows how to feed a, a wild hawk. Uh, you know what I mean? Like it would be the wildest. T- I would like to make one for him, actually. Yeah, you should. Houndsman XP Universe make Chad a Tinder profile picture or Tinder profile, <laughs> and Photoshop his head on Joe Exotic's body. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just he's like it, but that's normal to him but it's just so like abnormal to like the everyday minivan driving typical average american person right but he didn't even it's like so normal to him he didn't even think to give me like a heads up hey next to that attack dog <laughs> is a wild attack hawk <laughs> attack so, hawk so we come in there and He's like, yeah, hey, you want to hold it? And I'm like, well, you know, where did you get this thing? How do you? How does one come by a hawk? Oh, you know, I trapped it. Like, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> and so we're like hanging with this hawk. I can't believe it. Uh, this thing's on my arm. It's just insanity. Um, anyway, I, you know, so I tell him like, hey, man, I, I had a. Had a vasectomy like five days ago. Are we gonna be, you know, we're gonna be all right to hunt, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be fine. Every day, you'll be fine. <laughs> Next day we get up, load everything up. We're putting horses in this horse cart to tow with us, which I found very weird because I've been hunting a lot of times for deer. I don't remember bringing any horses. <laughs> I don't remember running them down and like lassoing them, man. <laughs> oh, lassoing. <laughs> We're loading them up, and I'm just like, yeah, this is this is weird. Anyway, here you go, horsey, into the trailer. <laughs> uh, we load dogs up for some reason. No explanation. We talked a little bit about catch dogs. I thought, okay, the dogs are going to catch them, I guess. Whatever. We get out there, uh, everything set up. Um, you know, you know, get the horses situated. Uh, one horse has a saddle. One doesn't. Which is really weird to me. Uh, oh, this <laughs> one's yours. The one, and I don't know if everybody knows 
you know, Chad has like uh, some Native American blood in him. He's, he's really embraced that side of his, uh, I don't know, lineage, I guess. Um, <laughs> you get everything loaded up. He's like, all right, this is what's going to happen. We're going to let the dogs go. They're going to get out there. They're going to be smelling for something. You hop up on your horse. And uh, I'm still processing that I have. To, I haven't ridden a horse since I was like eight at like the carnival, you know. <laughs> uh, so he's telling me this. I get up on my horse. He's on his horse. No saddle. Like a saddle. The, the dogs are going to go as soon as they start barking. They're on something and we're going to get going after them. And I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, we get, you know, the dogs get going. They're immediately on something. And he goes, all right, here we go. And then he just lets out this like crazy like Indian warrior yell like, <laughs> and just hundred miles an hour to the field on this horse. I don't even know how to make a horse go. <laughs> You're like, please go horsey. <laughs> he he goes, I'm like, dude, hook, shit, Chad, Chad. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> the dogs are out baying. Uh, he says so, he shouts something over his shoulder. I don't even remember what it was. Maybe like riding instructions, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he rides to the woods. I'm on this horse that has no interest. And, but, but also, before we get going, he goes, hey. And he just throws this out real quick before he sprints off. That horse can get a little ornery. Uh, if she feels like you don't know what you're doing, she's going to try to buck you. And I was like, hold on. What? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> <Dog." laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I don't belong up there. I'm not flexible. So, you know, most cowboys, their legs kind of conform to the side of the horse. My legs are sticking straight out like that because I don't ride horses because I'm a normal human being. (laughs) Horse, begin. (laughs) Begin. Walk. no, no, no reaction. Uh, I think I like bumped my hips a little bit. So I seen, I seen enough movies. We've all seen movies. You have to spur this thing in the ribs. And so I gave it one little yuck, and he she starts like walking. I'm like, all right, all right, you know, we can we can walk out there. We'll see what happens. Um, and I can hear Chad. He's kind of fading away a little bit. I hear the dogs are kind of fading away a little bit. I'm just like, oh man, we gotta get going. So I'd give it one more little yak up in the ribs. And that thing bucked me about six feet straight up in the air. <laughs> I went straight up in the air, come straight back down, and I landed bullseye square on the pommel of that saddle. Oh. My freshly nuts. Oh. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, that was wildly uncomfortable. Oh, my God. This horse. I'm like, you know, screw this, man. You know, I, I, I run maybe twice a week. So I'm like, I'm just I'm just going to run out there. And uh, I, I didn't want to leave the horse because it was, you know, it's a few hundred acres that we're on. And so as I'm running, I have the horse by the reins. I'm jogging through this field, leading this horse like I'm walking it. And we're me and this horse jogging through a field. Um, we pull up in some bushes. I hear Chad hollering for me. And we get to the top, and he's like, the, the pig's got one set up. Uh, tie your horse up and come on down. And I'm like, man, I don't I don't know what that means. What does that mean? <laughs> tie the horse up. So I just loop the, the reins, like, 
over this bush that I was standing next to. And I come running down and they get the, the, the dogs got this pig backed up into the, uh, like a berm along uh, this, the side of this river. And I get to the top of this, this river. Now we didn't do any practice. He didn't say this is the sequence of events when this, when, when the dogs get to a pig, he just said, we're going pig hunting. So I have no idea what to do. And so I get to the top of this river, river bank. I know at some point I'm going to stab a pig. Uh, so at the top of this room, the dogs are down there tussling with this pig. And he's like, all right, get down here, grab the back of the pig's legs, throw it on his side and get ready to stab it. And in my brain, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> grab his leg, bro. So I don't, and I don't know why I, I, you know, I've never done this, but I, like I pull my knife out way prematurely. I pull my knife out, standing at the top of this riverbank, and I come trotting down this riverbank, uh, slip and fall, because I have no idea what I'm doing, uh, slice my thumb open, <laughs> yeah, get down to the... Oh. I'm, I'm right the knife, The knife is in my right hand, but I'm right-handed. And we, we I come up on the pig, and the dog's got it sort of cornered. And he's like, all right, I'm going to let this dog go. Dog's going to grab a pig. And then you come in behind and grab the legs. And... He let there. He didn't even give me time to like respond. I would have went like, no, 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 hold on, hold on, wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was physically unprepared. I was mentally unprepared, and I was way emotionally unprepared for how this was supposed to. Go. Oh my god! And so you let the dog go, dude. That dog hit that dude. It was like watching a linebacker hit a running back, dude. It was like what? Grabbed on that thing. That pig started making like wild, like medieval noises, dude. And he's like, oh, oh, that dog's got a hold of that pig, man. They're tussling. This is like a, like a prehistoric, like battle that's going on. <laughs> you know, I look up to Chad. Chad's like a manly man. Like, you know, everybody wants to be a manly man. Chad, Chad is that guy for real. And I don't want to disappoint him. But also, I don't want to get jacked up by this pig because I have to go back to work. <laughs> he's <laughs> like grab the back legs and I I way don't want to do this anymore <laughs> I want to I want to tell him like hey I'm a cheer for you you go ahead and get that pig that's I'm what just I sit did back here. <laughs> that's straight up what I did <laughs> Dude, I'm a clap I'm going to cheer you on I'm going to hope for the best I'm going to tell you that you're doing great <laughs> but I'm not that Dude, I don't want to grab this pig, man. Uh, but he's just like, no, get in there, get in there. And like, dude, I don't want to let him down, man. Uh, so I had to grapple with those feelings for a second to decide, what am I going to do? <laughs> so I ended up in there and I grabbed the legs and I'm, I'm trying to tell myself, like, hey, man, you, you are a combat veteran, bro. You better get in there and stop being soft. <laughs> uh, but also, I got to go to work. At, you know, I'm also at this time 30 years old, man. All my joints don't work right anymore. I don't know if I want to, you know, injure myself anymore. But I got in there, I grabbed the legs and I lifted them up. And then I, the, then like the, the terror set in. And I was like, dude, I'm holding the legs of a wild animal that is really pissed off right now. <laughs> yeah. that dog, dude, that dog had that thing. That dog was not letting go. And I had that thing. And if that dog did let go, I thought I thought for sure that pig was gonna get me, man. And it was a it was a bigger, it was a pretty decent, decent sized pig for my first one. 
Mm-hmm. So I whip I whip that thing down onto the side, and I you know I put my knee on its side so it couldn't stand up. But the problem was, and I, I don't know why my my brain just would not work. I had the knife in my right hand, but I needed to have the knife in my left hand, and I just was like, how do I get this knife from my right hand to my left hand? I can't figure it out. Now all I had to do was hand it over. But dude, there was just so much going on. There was so much like. Like stimulation in the moment, the pig was squealing like crazy. The dog, as soon as the pig hit the ground, the, all the dogs were on it. You know, it was, it was, it was terrifying. It was really terrifying. <laughs> it's I, crazy. I, I gotta be honest, dude. Whenever I tell that story, I tell people, dude, I am not a soft man. I'm not a soft man. I've been in a lot of fist fights for money, dude. I still train. I still coach. I'm not a soft man. But in that moment, I was like, bro. I just want to go home. <laughs> I just want to be at home with my babies. <laughs> with my babies. That's hilarious. <laughs> and, oh, it was a good so pig, like, too. How it big was it? Size pig, man. Hey, it was, I'll tell you how big it was. It was way too big for my first one. <laughs> and that makes I you feel any was- better. I ran up on my first pig and it was like 45 pounds. And I was like, nah, I'm, I'm just going to watch. I'm just going to let this guy do it all. I'm not doing this. Like, and it was like the size of like a javelina. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So, hey, you did better than me, bro. Dude, you could have picked was... that thing up by the stuff and just walked it to the barbecue. <laughs> exactly. No dogs <laughs> needed. I could have just grabbed him. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Dude, so... I, I was completely unprepared for all of this. And no, I didn't do, I did zero research. I didn't look it up at all. I thought it was suspicious that I, he, you know, he didn't want me to bring a gun. Oh, you don't need to bring a gun. I got guns, but we don't need guns. And I was like, that's a really weird statement for you to say <laughs> when we're going pig hunting. I don't need to bring guns. And like, I, I didn't make sense of it. Dude, it was wild. And so then while it's down, he's like, all right, we got to, He's like, yeah, yeah, stab it in the heart. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking to myself, dude, where's a where's a pig's heart at? <laughs> where's a pig's heart like, at? Dude, I, I know it's not in his butthole, but like rural <laughs> area of where a heart is on most animals, but like to stick this oh knife point God. into the pig, I really don't know. <laughs> like where? where yeah. Yeah, I was still so terrified, and I remember holding that thing, and like I didn't want to let him down, but also <laughs> I didn't want to be there no more. And I was like, it was it was coming in like real slow, and dude, and I put that knife in there. I was just like, Ugh! and I stabbed <laughs> in that pig. That pig made the most horrendous noises I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> and. I think at some point I might even have like a little PTSD from it. <laughs> like if I went if I went to the VA right now, they would ask me, "Where do you think your PTSD come from? Is it from your deployment to Iraq?" I would say, "No, it's from Chad." <laughs> <laughs> you have- Wasn't there something about like how do I know I hit it? I'm like, D- does it feel like you put your hand in like a hot five gallon bucket of water? <laughs> you know. Like, <laughs> That's generally yeah. when you know you hit the right spot. So I go into the heart, and he's like, wiggle it around a little bit. I'm just like, that feels so mean. <laughs> feels so mean. <laughs> I do that. 
And I'm, I just, I remember feeling like I'm six. I'm like, did I do it? <laughs> did I do it? <laughs> oh, man. Dude, dude, but, dude, I tell you what, though. The wildest thing, and I told this story a bunch of times. I tell you, dude, the wildest thing. Afterwards, yeah, it sound, it's got to sound so corny to say this, but, like, dude, that's how people were hunting, like, 10,000 years ago, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, dude, I'm, like, proud of myself a little bit, but I'm thinking also, dude, fit right in with those people 10,000 years ago. They wouldn't even be able to tell him the part. You know what I'm saying? He looks like a caveman right now. (laughs) Well, they would probably think his beard is a little suspect, but beyond that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I think 10,000 years ago, you would, you have like a woman's beard. Yeah, <laughs> that would be his tribal name, Woman's Beard. <laughs> I would say oh, that, that Washington is pretty good at hunting. Yeah, <laughs> good squaw. <laughs> it, it was it was completely wild, completely wild. But as soon as we got done, dude, I I, I felt pretty wild. I felt pretty accomplished. You know, everybody remembers getting like their first deer. Uh, they they, you know, they remember their first rabbit. First time they shot anything, a lot of times it's like a squirrel or rabbit or something. And everybody remembers it. And I I look back on that fondly as my first murder. <laughs> my first, my first <laughs> murder. <cool. laughs> Let me ask you something. Would you do it again? Uh, we did do it again. We did it. We, did, we, we got that one. And then we got two more. And then I went back up when uh, Chad put on his uh, Pigs vs. Patriots uh, charity hunt. It was a veterans thing that he did, which he had a great idea. He did a lot of work, set everything up, uh, coordinated everything, got some other people involved. And he got uh, a lot of veterans that came in, uh, guys that he knew. And um, everybody got to go out and get a pig. And Chad got to do what he loved to do, which is horrify people. (laughs) Normally he doesn't have that with his face. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that beard. Uh, yeah. you know, that's like a therapy thing where you can take people who have PTSD from the military and give them PTSD for something else to completely wash that out. <laughs> oh, that's funny. You like to give back, you know? Like 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 to give yeah. back. To the psychiatric community. Yeah, exactly. Here's a case study. Enjoy. <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you, but another, so we got three pigs that day. The second pig that we got, same scenario. I'm basically jogging because I'm not, I'm not riding this horse. The horse, the horse don't like me, which by the way, when you tether or tie off a horse to a bush, uh, the horse don't stay. So I had to go track the horse down who was on the other side of the field grazing peacefully with a bush dragging along in his uh, <laughs> reins. <laughs> we, had, we had to put the... I think we put the horse back. And I told Chad, hey man, I'm fine just jogging, bro. You ride the horse, catch up to you, man. So how long did you... How long until you told Chad that she bucked you off and you crushed your vasectomy nuts? <laughs> I don't remember. I do remember... Uh, you know what I do remember? I remember the feeling of telling him and getting exactly 
zero sympathy from him about it. <laughs> he just gave you a 10,000-year-old grunt, and you had to keep hunting. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, keep hunting. <laughs> Chad, Chad, I'm really hurt. He's like, Tatanka. so one time you want to talk about um inferior horsemanship one time uh, my my wife and my mother-in-law went on a horse trail ride together and um they took off on the horses and my mother-in-law was on her horse and she has no clue how to ride a horse she's like a little viejita and like a little old lady and she got on her horse and the whole horse train takes off and my mother-in-law is sitting on her horse and she's like, all right, horsey, let's go. And the horse like turns around and leaves, but all the people on the trail ride don't notice. And my, my wife was like, where's my mom? And so they had to turn around and go look for her. What happened was the horse just turned around and walked back to the barn and was just eating hay in the barn with my mother-in-law just sitting on its back, <laughs> like in the barn while the horse was eating hay. <laughs> and that's what I was imagining well, you. You're just like, all right, horsey, let's go. And it's like, mm, nah. that, that horse knew instantly that I had no business sitting on it. And I just, would that, <laughs> that horse wanted to do, that horse could have done and there was nothing that I was going to do about it. <laughs> <laughs> if he had called me on the phone and been like, dude, we're on the pig. Where are you? I'd be like, uh, we're grazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> we're crazy. <laughs> we are strong, independent women. We do our own thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's all I could think of the whole time is you and my mother-in-law just grazing together. <laughs> like yeah and then oh. maybe doing dishes while you guys are out doing all the killing <laughs> oh my god my face hurts that's a yeah, great story yeah, oh yeah. my god it's great wow. times dude, I, so yeah i tell you so i was gonna say so the second pig that we got um i still have no idea what i'm doing like i got one but like i and by no means am i a pig hunter uh but the second one that we got on they chase him, got him cornered, the the pig busts out, and then it takes off again. And it goes into this uh, pond, and it's swimming across this pond, which is completely wild to me. Dogs are chasing it. So dogs, they're, like, so smart, but they're also so dumb at the same time. <laughs> dogs go in the water after it. Instead of maybe running around to the other side, the dogs get in the water. They're like ducks in this flying V swimming big. There was all this chaos going on. Uh, you know, they were, they, they were just on it. The pig is grunting and growling and trying to get at the dogs. The dogs are on it, barking and baying and growling. And there's all this noise going on. And Chad's cheering them on. And I'm fighting back tears. And all this <laughs> stuff. And then the pig gets into the water. And the dogs get in the water. And all you can hear, now it's silent. All you can hear, this pig breathing heavy as it's swimming across this pond. These dogs breathing heavy as it's chasing after this pig. And you just hear like birds chirping. And it was the wildest thing because there was just chaos going on. And now they're all just like swimming and breathing like fat chicks at the bar. And, <laughs> and I'm like, and, I, and I, I know that my the first one didn't go smoothly. My thumb is still bleeding from the first one where I cut my, you know, my finger open. Doing way not good hunter stuff, you know. So I'm like, 
<laughs> I gotta I gotta make this up. Yeah. Oh I have an God. idea. I'm gonna go on the other side of the pond and when the pig comes out, I'm gonna be be there waiting for it. Which in hindsight is a horrible idea. <laughs> 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 so I run around and I get I get to the other side of the pond and this pig is like swimming toward me. I thought, well, when I get here, it's going to, it's going to steer it away from me and maybe come out to the side of the pond where some of the other dogs are. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to head it off at the pass kind of thing. And that pig like, sees me and it does not turn, doesn't even slow down. It just continues to like swim toward me. And so I got my knife and I'm like, I'm going to get you. I'm, I'm going to get you. And this pig keeps coming. And I'm like, Oh shit, man. I don't think this pig And then I realized like, dude, what am I doing, man? There's nothing here to like protect me. Like if this pig like gets gets like to the ground, this thing's gonna like gore me and like flip me up in the air and I'm like, ah oh, shit, this was a really stupid idea. <clears throat> so now there's nowhere for me to go, but I'm thinking I'm gonna hide behind this tree. The pig comes out, it's gonna run like past me. But thankfully the dog swim pretty good. The dog got kind of like up on the pig because the dog's legs are longer. It got to ground kind of at the same time. So the dog that came out gave it a good little bite and it took its attention kind of off me and it sort of zipped off through the woods. But dude, it just was a crazy moment to go from all that chaos to just listening to them breathing all heavy and all like peaceful for like just a second. Yeah, the birds then, chirp. It's, it's like a beautiful, part. yeah, it was like, that's like your Zen moment right there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was wild, man. I've, ne- I've never heard a pig just breathing heavy from, like, effort. You know what I mean? The pig is, if you think about it, it's, in, it's fighting for its life right now. And so, like, it's a, it's that sort of ancient little dance between hunter and prey kind of thing. And then, you That's know, because I don't know what I'm doing, I put myself right out in front of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're going to be a human catch dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be, like, throwing the knife from hand to hand. I'm going to get you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's great. That is so funny. I uh I just went out and observed my first time doing that kind of hunting when you, with exactly what you're doing, but luckily I had a huge um pre-education so I kind of knew what to expect. So, uh it was nothing was really a shock to me, but damn, that is hilarious. And you never know what you're going to get when you go hunting with Chad. He's crazy, man. <laughs> so. Dude, we we went uh my wife and kids and I we did like a 25-day road trip. And we went out and visited Chad and bleep. And, uh, <laughs> you know, on his on his land out there, they got you know a bunch of like prairie dogs and all kinds of wild stuff out there. But I had to, we had to look, um, before we got Chad's house. I had to give my kids a briefing, like, hey, listen, you're gonna see a lot of crazy shit out here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you can't have any of it. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we had to just give him a briefing. So, like, this is a old old friend of your dad's. Uh, your, your mom has met him. Like, you know, good guy. You guys are going to like his wife. There's going to be some some new experiences out here for you. <laughs> My kids are city kids. So they got to shoot their first guns out there. Um, they got to experience a lot of firsts out there at the, the, the wilderness of Chad's house. That's awesome. Hey, if oh, you ever yeah. wanna you ever wanna come out and, and experience what we got down here, let me know, man. You're welcome to come out and run with us too. We got some crazy dogs. 
So it's a good mm. time. You're uh, you're down there in Rhode Island, right? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And uh, we got those wide open expanses of rich people houses to hunt around. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Nothing beats hunting the wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Purge cow. What What would you use? What would be like a bait station for a wealthy person? Would you be like robust four hundred one k's? Like here's a bear market. Like or so, I don't know what you would do. Like hedge fund maybe. What is it? The I pumpkin would... spice coffees, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Could be, pumpkin spice would be good. You could also I, I find if you could pile up a bunch of hashtags. They love hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like maybe some rogue space exploration companies, maybe. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Some offshore bank accounts, maybe? Yes, yes. Like have some Swedish people standing out there with like, uh, yes, no bank account here. I cannot do the Swedish accent. Sorry, everyone that's Swedish. That pretty good. <laughs> everyone that's listening to this show, I apologize. <laughs> I can only do the old guy from Family Guy. That's the only one I can do. <laughs> and no, I'm not doing it now. I was oh. going to say, let's hear that. Is that the, um, the old pervert? Yeah, pervert, that like, pervert? The, the old muscly arms. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was good, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't know I voiced him? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Man. Sound like You're welcome. You're welcome. You know what? You you when you do that voice, you sound the way Chad's beard looks. Well, hey there, you majestic hawk, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh oh dude i i can't even my face hurts from this oh my god jeff thanks for man thank you this was a wonderful time chad what else are you crazy what are you up to you crazy guy or what else we got here uh we're just uh, let's see we uh we got into the game birds earlier in the season you know and 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 we'll i guess talk about that on another one but we did uh let's see some some chucker hunting, some grouse hunting, and then you know the duck seasons have been going on for a little while, so we finally got into that. And dove season's about over; it's getting too cold. They're moving south, um, but yeah, a little bit of that, uh, counting the minutes until um, uh, uh, we get a little bit of a bear season, and then then we focus on lion. Um, and uh, but the jackrabbits. Like right now, my problem is we had a pretty good rain year, man. <clears throat> so the brush is still a little thick, you know, like they're mm-hmm. out there and it's cool enough, but it hasn't, the vegetation hasn't died yet, you know? I so as soon that. as that goes away, then we'll be doing pretty good, you know, but that's, that's, yeah. that's the schedule. So when you have a good rain year, when there's like a lot of maybe more low level bush or, or ground coverage or whatever, do they tend to run less and stay hidden a little bit more? It, it's hard for the dogs to keep eyes on them because there's less open patches where they can see from a distance, you know? So, like, they're still fast enough, and it might even impede the speed just a little bit of the jackrabbit. But, you know, once they 
turn behind two two bushes, you could be as fast as a bolt of lightning. If you can't see what you're yeah. chasing, you just end up running blind and you take a wrong turn. So right now they're they're still fast enough. They could they you know they could catch it if they could just keep their eyes on it. But that's that's the problem right now. But it's getting close. We 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 were down to like 28 the other day. So Damn. as long as yeah, as long as it just keeps up, we get a few more of those. It all it all start to lay flat, and as soon as the first snow hits, it's it's game on, you know. But oh yeah, <clears throat> but until yeah. then, shooting a lot of feathers, you know, a lot of retriever work, a lot of pointer dog work, stuff like that. Yeah, you got down to twenty eight degrees. Yeah, and that's that's early in the year for Mississippi, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's pretty cold for Northern Florida, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Ideally, uh, you want wide open grasslands if you're hunting jackrabbits with sight hounds. That's that's like what you're looking for exactly. So, um, you want to get out to like big prairie country, basically. So, not exactly that, like that Northern has. Florida. <laughs> let, let me ask this: So, how? Um, I don't know. I if you don't hunt, and then in specific sections of hunting. I feel like people would have zero awareness that people still hunt with dogs. Like I was aware that people ran bears with dogs, but beyond that, until Chad told me, I don't know, a couple of years ago, excuse me, um, that he was running sight hounds. I didn't even know that that was a thing. So how does one come to get involved in that uh, just as like a hobby? I feel like it kind of varies person by person, man. I, I had like a, a dog that's not a sight hound at all. And I just kind of like used her like one and it was really fun. And she, I mean, she was horrible at it. Right. But it was fun. And then mm-hmm. my, my brother was like, let's get greyhounds. And I was like, all right, yeah, let's get greyhounds. And then it's kind of been history ever since Um, I got into those. And then I met some fellow hunters because apparently here in New Mexico, there's a huge culture for that here. So um, uh, I met a bunch of people that do it and they kind of catapulted me into it. And here I am. And it's really fun. What I love about it is, man, it's just pure action. It's uh, they keep the action right in front of you. So um, like scent hounds can range really far out to find their game and then, you know, trail it for a long way and then bay it and then hopefully tree it. But my dogs, the, the jackrabbit jumps like right in front of you and then they're running 45 miles an hour and then they either have him caught or not in like three minutes. So it's pretty fun. They've, dude, I think, especially in the Middle East, I think they've been hunting with sighthounds for like thousands of years, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and two of my dogs, their bloodlines are from the Middle East, so they're straight from that stock. And what, so are they Salukis as well? hmm Yeah. That's right. Yeah. What was the first dog that you, I feel like, I would feel so bad for your first dog, not a sighthound, but like, hey, go, go get those jackrabbits. It's like, that's a tough job for an English bulldog. yeah she um she chased a lot and caught very 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 few without the assistance of a 22 yeah you know that's that's got to be so demoralizing to be like a and you're like a a sight pug and you're out there you you gotta kind of hope that the jackrabbit like trips on its own or maybe you plink it you said it best, and I actually want to make this a T-shirt. Dogs are really smart, but also dogs are really dumb. <laughs> That's what I want on a shirt because she just chased them every time with everything she had, one hundred percent, until she was a pretty old, uh, pretty old lady. And so, yeah, she was just waiting for me to give it a plink first, and then she would pick them up and fetch them. That's all she was really good for. She could catch them at night. 
she gives you that look back over her shoulder like please shoot it (laughs) (laughs) we we had a buddy one of my best buddies he um he had a hound that he had trained to look for jackrabbits and i'm not even joking several times the jackrabbit would get up right in front of her and take off running and she would stop and turn and like look at us to see if the sight hounds were coming like the greyhounds and then she'd keep going which is pretty funny we always laughed about that so that's exactly what she was doing we think without like getting too deep into one of dumb dog things (laughs) so my yeah. favorite part is that once they start running, so a lot of times, especially if it's a confident jack, it'll only run as fast as it has to. So, like, it'll be somebody, kind of like exactly. what you're saying, Jeff, with, like, a Pomeranian or whatever. And they're like, my dog almost caught it because they'll they'll run right out in front and be like, I don't want to get sweaty today. There's yep. no way this thing's going to catch me. I'm just going to stay 30 feet ahead of it until it has a brain aneurysm and falls over the bed, you know? Um so a lot of times they'll just go that fast. Their ears are up like giant wind scoops and they're still just like skipping along. Having like no Sunday threat. Stroll. Yeah. You know? And, yep. and you know, you always kind of ask them, they're like, oh yeah, cool. It, it didn't turn it at all. Right. They're like, no, it was just in a straight line. It couldn't turn at all. And whenever they feel pressure, that's the first thing they do is these hairpin 90 degree turns, you know, but they're like, yeah, you almost caught them. Ran them like a, in a straight line, two miles out, you know, like my dog was wearing it out. I'm like, oh, good job, man. I'm, you know, this is an animal <laughs> that eats fun. like, there's an animal that eats like newspaper and never drinks water. So it's only going to exert itself as hard as it really needs to. Yeah. So, mm. yep. That was basically how I was with that horse when I was chasing after you. <laughs> <laughs> You're That's right. Bad. You almost had it. <laughs> oh my god oh man well i um this has been this is one of the best segments of uh all mixed up i think i've ever recorded my face hurts jeff this was awesome thank you so much for joining us buddy if you have any last uh any last words for the hounds and xp world this is the perfect time to do it brother i do i have one last story from that same weekend hunting with chad shoot (laughs) do it (laughs) just a highlight what a psychopath that he can be uh, compared to like a normal, well-adjusted human. (laughs) (laughs) So it was, it was deer season in Louisiana when I was uh, coming up there and I told him, Hey, I'm going to buy a a tag. And he was like, yeah, you can hunt. He had, I think 10, 10 acres. And so, you know, he's, you know, I can hunt in the, 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 the back part of my property, no problem. And so, you know, I've got this rickety saddle gun of his, a, uh, 3030 I think it was that's right uh, you know the, the with the bent front sight posts um, that's old lucky <laughs> that's old lucky yeah. oh my old god luck. I, lucky I didn't see any deer because I would have shot his hoof off probably with that thing <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. so I brought my tag because you know I wanted to get a deer too because I thought you know again I thought we was going to be in a tree waiting on some pigs to, you know, come around a bait pile. So I was like, in my head, I'm like, there's no guarantee I'm going to get a pig, right? So I'm going to bring in a big cooler. I want to make sure I have room for a deer just in case we don't get any pigs because there's no guarantee they come to our bait pile. Because, again, I didn't do it. And so we're out there and we're running the the, the fence line on this. Uh, he had brought a quad. We're running the fence line on the squad, just making sure there's no trash that we left behind. And also making sure none of the, the, the fencing had gotten busted up by any pigs or anything. And we just randomly see this deer out in front of us on this trail, like on the trail that runs along the edge of the fence line. 
And as we're riding, you know, he kicks back over. You know, I'm I'm riding, bitch. I'm just holding on to his waist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding on to his waist like a high school girlfriend, basically. <laughs> I'm sitting back there super emasculated because of this hunting experience. Now I got to, you know, ride in the back seat. Uh, but I'm holding his waist, and he, he turns over, deer. And I look, and I'm, yeah, that's correct. That's a deer. <laughs> Good job. I just thought, hey, cool. So, you know, saw a deer. Pretty decent sized doe, I think it was. And he goes, did you still want a deer? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take a deer. Some more meat, right? Um, maybe we'll ride back to camp, grab a gun, uh, or maybe send dogs on it. I don't know. I don't know what he's got in mind. And I go, yeah, yeah, I still want a deer. And he dumps the throttle on this freaking thing, cuts through like the bushes driving at this deer. It tries to hit it with this four-wheeler so we can maybe break some <laughs> and then get out like a psychopath from Vietnam or something. And we just we just barely missed this deer. But this dude drove 80 miles an hour into these bushes trying to hit this deer. And it's just more PTSD, man. More PTSD. <laughs> What, you you were screaming while you you were screaming while your ponytails were blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah, they were the pigtails are back here. I just I'm just like, dude, why do I hang out with this guy, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. <clears throat> Good time. Good times, good times. Well, man, you got to come good. out with us again. You gotta, like we we need to get you underneath the bear or a lion. Mm. And maybe we could shoot on down to Seth and run some jackrabbits too, man. I've been I've been meaning to get a hold of you because we're getting ready to bid our vacations for next year. Um, so you know I got got a ton of vacations saved up, so I can set aside a week. We just got to talk about like what the best time of year would be for me to go. Um, and I might even have some some buddies that might want to go because mm. um, I I would like to do to them what you did to me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is yeah. Wolf- woefully unprepare them for the experience they're about to have <laughs> but see it makes for these great stories if it wasn't it wasn't for for as little introduction as possible it wouldn't be half as exciting you know like yeah their they're therapists are all gonna love these stories from you, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well uh, well great times man Let, let's do it you know, I'd like to like new new hunting experiences with Jeff on Houndsman XP. Heck <laughs> yeah, dude! I'm in. I'm in. This has been great, uh, Jeff. Thank you for joining us, man. This is one of the funniest. This is definitely one of the funniest interviews I've had in all my years. So, man, I this was great. Thank you so much, buddy. Appreciate it. Good hanging with you guys. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Always good talking to Chad, and I appreciate meeting you as well. I wish I was a man like you guys man <laughs> oh, oh hush uh, we'll catch you later brother thank you so much here boys you know what app i use on my phone more than any other app besides the podcast app to listen to this here podcast i use onyx onyx maps is the most comprehensive mapping system for hunters on the market today i use it all the time when I was in New Mexico, 
I was looking at 40,000 acres of ranch that I needed to learn. I flip open Onyx and just start studying, studying the map. When I'm riding trails, I put the tracking app on. It helps me get around in strange country. I could mark water sources, food sources, bear sign, just all kinds of options within Onyx. You need to check out Onyx Maps by going to houndsmanxp.com. Click on the link on our sponsor page. You'll go right to Onyx Maps, and when you check out, enter the code HXP20, and you will get 20% off of your order. Know where you stand with Onyx. So there we go, huh? Oh, my God. You guys, first of all, I want to tell you, this happened right after the recording, okay? And I'm sad I didn't hit the record button for it, but it, it is what it is. Chad, do you mind if I tell the story about his nickname? Yeah, go for it. Oh, my gosh. Go okay, you guys. So he had mentioned that he was a fighter, right? And so he he was in the fighting organization called Bellator. And uh, his name in in Uf, in, in uh, Bellator was, was Jeff Scary Nickname Nader. And I was trying not to laugh hysterically while I was reading that while we were interviewing him. I was like, this guy's nickname is seriously scary nickname. <laughs> and he yeah, told us. <laughs> oh he's my. just super confident and comfortable in his own skin, you know? So he was like, I'm Jack Hammer. I'm Bone Crusher. He's like, I'm scary nickname. You know, and he'll <laughs> yeah. go stomp everybody. Anyway, it's hilarious. It's, it's, he was it's very us, Jeff. Oh very verbally not imposing. Does it, oh. you know, like. But then when, when it's time, we'll, you know, <laughs> we'll make it happen. So I, need a, it, I need a t-shirt that says Houndsman XP. Dogs are smart, but they're also really dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be perfect. That would be perfect. And then I'll put underneath it a little hyphen, scary nickname. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, man. Chad, great job, buddy. That was a great guest. Um, everybody stay tuned. Uh, check out the Patreon page, you guys. We actually recorded another segment um for for this uh for this episode this month but this episode ran pretty long so we ran as always we have continued episodes or um continuations of the all mixed up episodes on the patreon page so go check out some of the content there you guys we got some more awesome stuff there at the patreon page and we got some exclusive um first person interviews if you will just chats with uh, Ed and Chris from our trip in the Hilo that we were just talking about earlier in this episode, um, straight from their mouth about what they love about their style of hound hunting and what they think about New Mexico at the time. So um, there's a lot of cool stuff there as always, you guys. But um, as far as I can think, Chad, I think we've covered everything we need to. But if you have any last words, brother, this is it. If you have any last words. <laughs> not not really, man. Can't wait for the next one. We got a bunch of hunting. It's here. Hunting season's here, man. I know. Hounds I can't wait. Side hounds uh... are coming out. Send hounds wait. are coming out. Here Can't comes wait. all the good content. Hey, you, yep. We made it. We made it. We I made got it some sneak. It. Oh, and here's another thing for the patrons. Sneak peek, guys. I got a. Uh, I got some things in the works that I think is going to change the game for awesome content. So uh, stay tuned for that as well, patrons. And uh, if you're not a patron, check us out. You guys go to the houndsman. Go to houndsmanxp.com. Click on the support us tab, and uh, you'll see us right there for Patreon. Join us, you guys. There's so much cool content there. Videos, recipes um tons of tons and tons of tailgate talks which are like bonus little mini podcasts um between 20 to uh, 20 minutes to an hour i got all kinds of really rad folks there and uh lots of cool stuff and it's a little bit more of a casual um 
more open interface where we can kind of talk about anything we want. So uh, go check us out, you guys. And and thanks again for turning, tuning into All Mixed Up. Let's hunt them hard and treat them like heroes. That's right. <laughs>